I would like to be traded to any other team but the New England Patriots. Big brain predictions. That's what I got. Take it off, sir. This Washington football team beat the Steelers. And that person. EDP. Yes, but if we lose this game, I firmly believe we do not need to make playoffs. So. Don't you ever disrespect me. <laughs> <laughs>
you'd find it on this channel. Obviously, if you want the best sports podcast, you're already in the right place. I mean, hell, if you want the best podcast in general on this channel, you're already in the right place. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to hit subscribe, you can keep up with every single show that's on the channel, primarily this one. Again, that's Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come join the live chat. Tell us what's on your mind when it comes to week three and week four. Nestor <laughs> in the chat here. What's going on? Our native Miami fan cheering on his Dolphins for some godforsaken reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, good to have yeah, Nestor boy. here in the chat. Yeah, uh, yeah, but with that being said, we'll just hop right into the show. First thing on the dock has to, of course, be the Rams taking down the Bucks in L.A. 34-24 to uh, last Sunday. What were you guys' thoughts on the Rams beating the Bucks? Shaq, I'm going to give the, the floor to you to start off with. Um, Every dog can't have his day. You know what? This does not take away from the fact that the Bucks are still very much number one contender, top dog in this situation. But you know what? Rams are still... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, it's the Bucks, y'all. Do not doubt them because it's one game. Things happen. Tom Brady can't have it all. <laughs> uh, Malin, what did you think about this game? Well, I mean, Shaq, it's funny you say that not everyone thinks that they could win every game because everybody else on the on the picks last week said that the Bucks were going to win the game, <laughs> except for me. I'm the one that said that Rams are going to win. Um. <laughs> So the uh, it pains me that the Rams won. I figured that they would. I don't like it. I hate it. It's stupid. Um, but the I mean the the Bucks secondary is in trouble, and I know Jalen wants to talk about it later over the fact that they just signed a thirty three year old Richard Sherman. Um, the man can't even drive a car right now, and <laughs> now. All they're ranking like 22nd against the pass. They're giving up so many more points than were last year. Tom Brady is not going to be able to throw the ball for 400 yards a game for 17 weeks straight. I don't care how old he is. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't know. It just – I do think the Rams are the best team in the NFL right now. I, I, I really do. I just think that the Bucks are probably a close second. But when you're 6 of 13 on third down, when the Rams are 10 of 15 on third down, um, other than that, you're close to time of possession. They're, you know, they're close on yards. Nobody wanted the run ball. It's almost like everyone was like, running backs, what? We don't even know yeah. what that position is. Um, but other than that, I mean, the third down just really kind of sealed it for them. But the Rams are explosive. The defense is still clicking. I mean, they held the Bucks to 24 points, which almost feels like you held them to a shutout. So I think the Rams are legit, and I really don't want to lose to them two weeks from now. But it's gonna ha might might happen. I don't know. What do you think, Evan? Um, I so I was able to catch this game. Uh, you know, I Nolan is right. I I chose the Chiefs last week. I'm sorry, not Chiefs, Bucks. Chose the Bucks last week. Um, I really did believe, for some odd reason, I, I thought that uh, 
the Bucks offense was explosive enough, dynamic enough to get it done. Um, and I didn't take into account their defense. So, you know, Rams offense, I think that is kind of the sticking point. Everybody knows that the Rams defense is good. I mean, you know, you have the best cornerback in the league. You have the best, arguably the best defensive player in the league as well. Um, but the offense was kind of the thing that came to question. And, you know, Cooper Cup is, you know, he might be the best receiver in the league right now. Let's go. Um, and, you know, I, I don't I, – I know. It's it's, it's crazy. Uh, and I forget – I don't know if I said this last week, but, you know, Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup have breakfast with each other every day. Uh, so, you know, you kind of see that, that chemistry there. Um, and, you know, it showed last week. I mean, Cooper had two touchdowns. Matthew Stafford had four. Like I said last week, Matthew Stafford is looking – really really good he makes me excited to want to watch the rams so um i will be at a rams game at some point this season in SoFi, uh because i i, I really like the rams and look at what i'm seeing from the rams so. okay a couple things first of all i feel like evan is going to go to every stadium this year <laughs> Except you know, i feel like yeah, that's no, I'm, that's probably true i probably won't go to a giants game this year Part of the Rams with Matthew Stafford makes me a little bit upset because it makes me wonder, like, have we been deprived on how good Stafford could have been because he was on the Rams for so many years? Uh, so that's one thing. But then, again, with the Bucks, I know they didn't win, but they did have Antonio Brown at, and Gronk did get hurt. So yeah. the offense wasn't exactly at their best. But, I mean, it kind of – I don't know if you guys remember. Do you guys remember when the Chiefs and Rams played a few years ago? Um and it was in L.A. They were supposed to play in Mexico, but there was some, I don't know, there was something going on there, like the field was bad or something like that, and they played in L.A., and they just went back and forth. Like, they didn't score as many points, but you just kind of felt like you were watching the two best teams in the NFL play that night, and I kind of felt that way, the way that the Rams and, and the Bucks were playing. You were still watching the two best teams in the NFL. Yeah, I definitely get that feeling. The whole, like, the environment seemed like it was – a, just a huge game. Like, all the stars were out there. It was like a Laker game. Like, you saw LeBron was there. Like, uh, Larry David was out there. Uh, Dr. Dre was out there. Like, they had a, a ton of just L.A.'s finest came out to come watch the Rams. Clearly, like, the Rams are L.A.'s team. Like, the Chargers are like the Clippers, and now the Rams are like the Lakers. It's kind of funny that that's quickly <laughs> taking shape out there. Uh but, yeah, this was definitely, like, the whole vibe of that game was, like, this is a, a huge matchup. And the Rams came to play. They showed up. And I, I don't think it mattered who they would have played that day. They probably would have beaten whoever because they were just hyped up, charged up, ready to go. Uh, Evan, the Stafford Cup matchup or duo right there, I think it's the best in the NFL right now. I'm not just saying yeah. that because Cooper Cup is my wide receiver one in fantasy. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, those two are – Say that again. I, I got Cup in two leagues, so <clears throat> I'm, oh, I'm loving that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both making an MVP case right now, which is yeah. pretty crazy. But on Tampa side of things – their defense is a, a big problem, specifically their secondary. Like, I don't think it'll matter too much for the rest of the year because they have a, a cakewalk of a schedule this year. But uh, I think it'll rear its ugly head again come the, the postseason when they actually are playing some 
real competition, and it's part of the reason why I don't think that they're going back to the Super Bowl this year because their secondary is just atrocious, and it seems like anybody can just bomb them if they want to. But yeah, that's all I gotta say about uh, the Bucks on that one. Rams definitely do seem like the best team in the NFL right now, though. That's without a shadow of a doubt. But moving along to the next. This is the first one wasn't really an upset, but this one Chargers beating the Chiefs in Kansas City, thirty to twenty-four. This was a a big shocker. Evan was talking a, a lot of uh, praise on Patrick Mahomes last week, so I'm going to go to Evan's Bless. first on this one. <laughs> um, it was a shocker for sure. Um, you know, I, I feel like this was. This was the Chiefs game to lose, and boy, oh boy, did they lose it. Uh, Patrick, no-look interception. I I have no words. Um, I'm pretty sure, if I, if I remember correctly, his first pick was off the hands of a wide receiver and caught by Sante Samuel, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it, I think that that's obviously – you know, firm believer in if it if it hits you in the hands, you got to catch it. So, you know that that one's not its fault. But fumble by Clyde Edwards-Helaire, no look interception. I mean, it was their game to lose. Um, and then you know, uh, past two weeks, Tyree Hill's been missing. Um, I, and I I don't just say that because he's also my wide receiver one in two <laughs> weeks, but um, he's been missing, man, and. I, I don't know. As well as the Chiefs' defense, you know, we've talked about it last week. Uh, we stated again here. The Chiefs, you know, I, I was very high on them. I was very high on them last week. But this week I kind of come in in a, in a very somber mood and say that I, I don't I don't know where the Chiefs are, where, where their head is at. I hope they have a bounce-back week this week. Um, and, you know, Realizing that we're starting with the the two biggest upsets, I don't. Uh, my picks. I was twelve and four on picks last week, and these are my two my two uh, two part of my two losses or four losses. So, uh, yeah. I mean, look, man, Chiefs. They're gonna come back. Obviously, it's it's the Chiefs, but we're we're starting to see more and more problems with the Chiefs and, and more and more problems with the Bucks as well. I think that these superpower teams that we've been seeing. They're they're not as uh, I I feel like every game's competitive now unless you're playing the Jaguars or the Jets. Uh, but I, I feel like every game it's it's someone can win the game. It's not always it's not always a guaranteed a guaranteed surefire win for for the super for the superpower teams. Yeah, the the middle class of the NFL is definitely on the rise. Like I feel like there's only a couple really terrible teams right now. There's an array of solid teams and like the those few elite teams but uh yeah Malin, do you think that kansas city is in some serious trouble here or do you think it's just kind of bad day wrong time i mean after three games you start to kind of figure out where the team is and they literally are the 32nd ranked defense in the nfl mm. they're last against the run they're 25th against the pass you're not going to win a lot of games when you are literally dead last at defense. Um, now, it still surprised me that they lost the game. Okay? Because even giving up three turnovers to start the game, which is just stupid, it still took 
a touchdown within like 35 seconds left in the game for LA to close it out. So they were still in it, and they're always going to be in it because of Mahomes. But the problem is, is that this kind of started last year, and everyone saw it last year. We even talked about it last year that the Chiefs have started to read their press clippings and how great they are. And they would mosey through the second half and turn it on in the second half and start squeaking by all these games, even last year. And going into this year, they're negative 19 in points going into halftime. They're doing the same thing that they did last year. They're trying to turn it on late. And it's just not working because the defense is worse than what it was last year. Like the defense wasn't great last year, but it's even worse this year. And Mahomes is great as he is. He's a top three quarterback in the NFL. You can't overcome a deficit with the worst defense. You just can't. Yeah. And a team like the Chargers beating you at home should be a big old, you know, just eyesore. Um, so it, it was shocking, but at the same time, when you really look at the stats, you could be like, okay, I kind of see it, but it still doesn't really make sense in your mind, like feeling-wise. Yeah, uh, I was going to say one thing real quick, and then I'll kick it to you, Shaq. Uh like you were saying, Malin, like that same crazy play that Patrick Mahomes is praised for in in the media is the same kind of play that will also put them in a hole and throw that late interception when him, you know, yeah. was thinking Tyreek is down there somewhere. Let me just throw it, and it ends up in the Chargers' hands. So I do think that their, the, you know, their strengths are also the the same weaknesses that they have. At least on the offense, on defense, it's a whole different story. But uh, yeah, I did, I did think the Chargers were going to beat the, the Chiefs once this year. I thought it was going to be the second time they play in LA. I was not expecting it to be this game. Uh, but yeah, and the AFC West is just better this year. Like if you look at the other two, like Denver and, and Las Las Vegas, they're both undefeated right now. And I don't think anybody saw that coming, but I definitely thought before the year started that they were going to be a lot better than they were last year. So it's not going to be a cakewalk for Kansas City to just mosey on through the the regular season and then, you know, get to the playoffs and do their thing. I think it's going to be a lot tougher for them. But, Shaq, what do you think about this one? Um, Like Evan said, that gap between Kansas City and those, like, middle-of-the-pack teams definitely lessened. I think teams are less intimidated by Kansas City overall. Mm -hmm. They definitely go in there with much more confidence, like, look, if you can do this, if you can definitely space them out as much as we can before that second half, before they turn up, mm -hmm. it's, it's, our, it's our ball game to win. They're not as scary anymore as people did two years ago. After Baltimore taking their first win against them in a while early on in the season, right. in the season and then <clears throat> Chargers taking the other way, people are like, "Okay, I see. Yeah, they're vulnerable. <laughs> can we see? We yeah. smell blood in the water now. We can, we can figure this out. <laughs> they figured it out. Why can't we? So right. it's kind of like we see it. It's kind of like we'll take it for granted. They'll still very much close out a lot of people, but like more teams are like kind of like, okay, we're very, a lot more confident coming into these games against Kansas City. We'll, we'll sure. we can figure this out." So, Kansas City. Let, let me ask you this question: Do you think that the Chiefs are? Do you think we're more surprised the Chiefs are losing, or are we more surprised that the AFC West is as good as they are, with the Raiders and the Broncos being as good as they are, and the Chargers beating the Chiefs, 
I mean, it's obvious that the Chiefs aren't in the AFC East like Brady was for 20 years. But like, is anyone else surprised by how good the AFC West is? Because I am. I'm shocked. I'm surprised I mean, about how well they're they? all doing. Broncos are still undefeated. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the yeah. Raiders, not too much, only because they're, they are a September happy team usually. But um, <laughs> I'm, I'm still expecting for them to cool off a bit, but we'll see. Uh, but Denver, geez, I, I did not see them. But the Raiders all. are just good enough to upset a couple of teams or disrupt a couple of teams' schedule. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're just—they're not good enough to maybe get deep run themselves, but just good enough that a couple of teams are going to get messed up come late season because they slept mm. on the Raiders and yeah. it took an L when they were supposed to. So, like Kansas City, speaking of September. Everybody always praises them because they're like perfect in the month of September, and now here they are having their most difficulty in the month of September. So strange. I mean, I, 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 I'd say that the AFC West has definitely gotten better. Um, I'm a little surprised by you know the the Raiders and the Broncos. Um, I still stand firm with my belief that the the Raiders are always that team that is like. They're a losing team, but they're competitive, and like I, I don't think it'll be any different this year. I'm surprised that they started off three and zero for sure, but I, I don't think it'll be any different this year. Uh, they'll definitely always get that trademark win against a powerhouse team like the Chiefs, <laughs> or um, you know, they'll always get that win. But um, I, you know, I think that we're kind of overrating the Broncos. I, they're three and zero. Defense is you know always a defense. But looking at their schedule, they played the Giants, the Jaguars, and the Jets. Um, I think the schedule speaks for itself. I, you I mean, know, I would they're be winning games that they, they should went. be winning. But exactly, exactly my point. Which I know, I, but I hope there's a lot of teams that don't necessarily do that. And my team's a prime example of teams that are not winning games that should be winning. <laughs> That's, that's true. <laughs> the, the only reason why I brought it up is that over the last decade in NFC West, you know, my Seahawks, they make the playoffs all the time, but there's always other teams that are great and they beat each other up and it's hard to get the number one seed in the NFC West. And I stand by it. That everyone thinks you're going to be a dynasty until you play Tom Brady in the Super Bowl and the Chiefs learn that, you know, you play Tom Brady, it kind of, blows all your plans out of the water but i just think the afc west is going to be one of those teams that's going to make it harder for the chiefs now than it was last year or the year before um they, they could lose a couple more games in the division because the broncos do have the number one defense in the nfl i know they play cupcakes evan i got it in my notes too cupcakes <laughs> like they don't, cupcakes that don't even have icing on them they're just dried up sitting in the bag three days in the <laughs> But there's cupcakes, but the defense is still showing up. Um, yeah, for sure. So I, th I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be interesting year for the Chiefs. I think we all thought they were going to end up winning like 14 games, but it might be closer to like 11 games. And if they only win 11 games, there might be another surprise team out there that ends up getting that bye because only one team gets a bye now. <laughs> Moving right along into the next one, Mainland, you kind of mentioned it there with your team uh seahawks well, they ended up falling to the vikings 30 to 17 mainland were you more impressed with minnesota or were you more disappointed with your own birds yeah first of all if you think i'm gonna give kirk cousins praise <laughs> then you're, you're sadly mistaken 
because there wasn't a single throw that he made that threw a wide receiver open. It's just Seattle was just like, take a pass. Here, you want a catch? Get a catch. Like, oh, you want a touchdown? Have a touchdown. Um, literally one of the most pathetic showings I've ever seen on defense. Um, now, we were 7-0 and against the Vikings in the Russell Wilson era. Now we're 7-1. That's still a good stat, but this one hurts. Um, I will say this, though, that the, the game was closer than what the final score indicated mm-hmm. because we were only down, I believe it was uh, 7. No, we, we were down 10 with 9.36 left to play in the game. And we were at a fourth and six in the middle of the field, and we decided to punt from our 45. We should have gone for that. What we did, we gave the ball back to them. Our defense, they were taking a nap with milk and crackers and cheese and pillows. (laughs) And we let them control the clock for over five minutes. They marched down. They get another field goal. And then we only had like four minutes left to play. And I think Seattle only had three possessions in the whole second half. So it, I don't know, the, the tail of the head. Now, the defense is just terrible, okay? We're like 25th in the NFL. We're not as bad as the Chiefs um, or Washington or the Giants. There's a couple <laughs> others. Not that yet. We should be after that game, but we're not. But we are number one in points per possession in the first half, Seattle is. Number one. Second half, we're ranked 30. 32nd in the league points per possession why because we don't score in the second half we've only scored one touchdown in the second half all year it's stupid i don't get it i'm upset about it um because wilson has the best passer rating in the nfl um but he can't get the ball in the second half because the defense is playing patty cake with everybody so i'm angry about it i'm upset it was the vikings for god's sakes and dalvin cook wasn't even playing people. Best player on the team didn't even play. <laughs> no, so I don't know. Somebody else talk about it because I'm angry. Uh Alex Madison, he truly looked like Dalvin Cook out there, the way that your uh <laughs> defense let him just run wild on them. Uh I could have sworn he was out there because just at a glance I was like Hey, Cook looks fine. Yeah. I'm like, Wait, that's not even dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but... I normally drink two a game and I drink four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your your guys' offense just can't stay on the field long enough to like really get in rhythm. It's like that, you know, first half it seems like it's just bombs away. A lot of DK Metcalf in the first half, and then second half I, like did not hear his name called, nothing. It was just disappears, which... Oh. Well, well, let's talk about this for a second. Why is it that for two straight weeks, it's Tyler Lockett, and you don't hear DK Metcalf? And then in the third game, it's DK Metcalf, and you don't even see Tyler Lockett until he gets hurt. It's like, can we not get both receivers involved in the game at the same time? Like, is that possible? Can we drop <laughs> some plays? That's the offensive coordinator. Supposed to be smart. Shaman, whatever. I'm angry. That was that was something that was a problem last year, and I only know that because of fantasy. I, I mean, you know, Tyler Lockett, you would have – I think it was the first couple of weeks where you had Tyler Lockett, and he was that player where it was like, okay, I know for a fact I'm going to get at least 20. And DK would get absolutely nothing. No looks, 
I remember a couple games where he got no targets. And then as the progression of the season went on, you heard everything about DK. It was uh, after, I think it was after the chase down on Buda Baker. No one could stop talking about DK. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, DK is the most athletic receiver. DK is this, DK is that, DK is a top 10 receiver, DK is blah, blah, blah. It was all talk about DK. But there was, I, I feel like this has been a persistent problem where they can't get both DK and Tyler Lockett involved in the offense. It's one or the other. And if you shut down one, you win, you basically win the game. I mean, like, it, I think that if this, the Seahawks figure out a way to get both DK and Tyler involved, that offense is a pretty high octane offense. At that point. And it's like, hey, we got Chris Carson. He's the number six running back in the NFL right now. It's like, oh, did we forget to hand him the ball in the second half? We, we don't want to try to chew up some time of possession because you're making Kirk Cousins out to look like Aaron Rodgers out there. Um, and you know, like you said, same thing between DK and Lockett right now, but we got a different offensive coordinator. So why is it the same issue? Mm-hmm. That's true. That's right now because we're talking about my team and not Steelers. But I'm angry. <laughs> Bullshit. I've, I've, I gotta play the four winners. Gotta say, it was the other frustrating thing, and I don't even care for either one of these teams, but the fact that Kirk yeah. Cousin has all the time in the world to throw the ball. And he would kind of scramble around a bit, but we all know Kirk Cousin's not a mobile quarterback. His, his legs are not getting him out of any trouble, but the pocket just could not collapse enough to take him down. And there were several times where he should have been sacked and he just was able to worm his way out. And that was... Listen, oh, Cousin can't run because he wears a 10-pound helmet. We've all seen the size of... <laughs> that he wears, but you're right. We didn't have no pass rush. He didn't have to move. He didn't have to do nothing. It was stupid. Shaq, I know you are a big DK fan. Do you think that this was more Seattle not doing enough with their offense and, and their defense not showing up, or do you think it was more Captain Kirk carving up? <clears throat> I blame more so the defense than Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk, you give any quarterback in the league, all the time of the day, they're going to make something happen, unfortunately. So it's kind of like I wouldn't put it on Captain Kirk. It's, Man, it's, no, nobody give Kirk any credit. <laughs> no, it's purely the defense just allowing things to happen and the offense just not really doing what they're not supposed to do with the few positions that they did have. So it's kind of like, of course, he's going to thrive. The man has free roam on the field to do whatever he wants when he's out there. So, well, what, what... Two more things. One, you need to stop being a fan of DK because that means his career is going to go down to twos. Uh, <laughs> I need him to be great. Okay? Uh, second, if you watch the game like I did for every single play, you never saw a wide receiver that wasn't open. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson what? was open oh, the entire game. Within five yards. It was like two-hand touch out there. Pee-wee football. <laughs> running it was the most ridiculous thing you'd ever seen. So, again, so you can't be a fan of DK anymore, Shaq. You All right. Yes. <laughs> Fuck DK, Metcalf. <laughs> there you go. Next week he's getting 150 yards, four touchdown catches. <laughs> Unstoppable. <laughs> Speaking of fans, uh, we will move into the last segment of week three oh. here. This is, of course, 
Yes. Shaq's team. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Bengals came into Heinz Field and had their way with the residents 24 to 10. Okay, can, can I start this off? We need to stop allowing this corpse to throw the ball downfield. <laughs> you have this man falling over, not being touched in the backfield, just falling over, throwing the football. For what reason? I don't know. Then throwing into triple coverage, pretending like nothing was going to happen and he was going to get a nice catch out of that. That man is sorry right now and he should have left last season. Okay? Juju has like plastic as ribs and decided he wanted to step out of the game because he saw himself losing. And I just, I just can't. I can't with this team anymore. My, I get chest pains watching this game. <laughs> Our <laughs> offense is non-existent. We have, like, how many games now? We, I think it's 11 straight games that we have not scored a single point in the first quarter of the game. Yeah, it's we, are not Can- we are not Kansas wow. City. We are not Kansas City. We, we cannot <laughs> thrive off performing late in the game. <laughs> if we do not come out and score on the first three drives, it's over. <laughs> stop, stop thinking that you are the best team in the division. It, that, those days are beyond us now. <laughs> us and the Bengals are fighting for last place. <laughs> first of all, you need to give the Bengals a little bit more respect. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Start there. Yeah. This isn't the Amish rifle, Andy Dalton's Bengals. Amish rifle. This is, they're a little bit better. But I will say this like, Big Ben, he plays like I would imagine that Tom Brady would be playing if he was still quarterbacking at like 60. Like, man is broke down, should have been eating avocado ice cream 10 years ago. Like, he's done, man. Like, there was a, there was a play. He had to roll to the right, and someone was at his ankles, and he was trying to move. And I was like, dude, you look like Jabba the Hutt out there. Like, like, how you a look. But the craziest thing to me is that I have never in my life seen a team lose, okay, when they led in total yards by more than 100. They led by passing yards more than 150. They had nine more first downs, and they had had 34 minutes of time of possession. Or no, they ran 30 more plays and had 11 minutes more time of possession than the Bengals. Like, offensively, you look at the score sheet, and you're like, y'all should have scored 24 points. But we did all this in the the last quarter of the game. (laughs) Throwing the ball. Like it was insane. Like I don't under like you look at the score sheet and like, wow, they should have played better. But if you actually watch the game, you're like, Yeah, they sorry. That wouldn't yes. like I said, most of these yards came in the fourth quarter when they realized they're losing a game and trying to make up plays and do stuff. It's kinda of like it's too late now. You should have scored some of the points in the first quarter and came out to actually play. I forget this it, man it, is it like me of that playoff game against the Yes. The, <laughs> Since like, we right lost, game, since we lost that game to Washington, our team is sorry. And I said last year, Roethlisberger should retire. You know what we did? We extended him another year, and we picked <laughs> up. Who did we pick up as a third, another quarterback? An old Dwayne, exactly. <laughs> and we, for some reason, thought that was going to be the recipe for success. Still sorry. If anything, we're in worse conditions than we were before. So, thank you, Pittsburgh. You, you need to bet again. About eating a sock is what you do. You're the one to know. I, I'm sorry that I put faith in my team to perform well, and <laughs> that was the only thing I ever 
never seen you put faith in your team. <laughs> and since then, we have never looked the same. <laughs> Can somebody please explain to me why did Ben Roethlisberger throw the ball 58 times this game? <laughs> I feel like that's the new thing, though. And I I alluded to it last week. I don't know why we're seeing such an increase in passing attacks. And one of them equated to a touchdown. That's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 58 passing attempts, one Tom touchdown. Tom Brady threw like 54, I think. But they put up some points. Big Ben threw 58 I... and threw one touchdown. <laughs> threw one touchdown and two picks. <laughs> now, Joe Burrow, on the other hand. 14 of 18, three touchdowns. Exactly. Right. He threw the ball 18 uh, times. Yes, Ben arm will be completely useless come next week when it actually matters <laughs> against Green Bay. It still exists. Exactly. It's already useless. <laughs> it's already useless. <laughs> yes. We are cutting it off That's as me. we speak and putting some robotic shit on this man's body. <laughs> I know Tommy beat the dog shit out of him when they got <laughs> the locker. <laughs> Just have him pinned up against the locker, just beating him. Just like, I swear to God. <laughs> just looking at Mike Tomlin on the sideline, you could just see the, 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 the anger in this man's face. I've got to ask you guys, not just because I have them in my fantasy team, but Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase duo, what do you guys think about that? I have Jamar Chase as well. I'm actually really surprised for someone that could not see the ball uh, what, four weeks ago. Um, he's sure seeing the ball pretty well. Scored a touchdown in every game he's played, at least. Um, and, you know, I, I think that they're kind of building on the connection that they already have, so I, I feel like that's pretty good, uh, which is why I had picked them last week to beat the Steelers. Um, because, you know, I, I – I am a big fan of Joe Burrow still to this day, uh, as much as he's not as good as I thought he was going to be. Um, you know, he, he's kind of, you know, showing up this year a little bit. Uh, you know, we're seeing improvements. But him and, and Jamar, I, they're a really good duo together. Uh, it already helps that they have that connection from college, but now they're in the NFL. I mean, they're playing really well. Um, Joe Burrow also has a really good receiving core besides – um, Jamar with T. Higgins, uh, Tyler Boyd. Mm-hmm. You know that, that's a that's a very star-studded receiving core for what a second-year quarterback. Uh, so you know he's doing pretty good over there. Good. And the only well, useful per- I was just saying the only useful person left on our team is Claypool right now. The man put up damn near a hundred yards last last week. Gave me twenty <laughs> points of fantasy. Second-year player just coming out here just yeah. letting y'all know that. Tough so, dude. Tough dude. Hey, really like Najee also had 100 yards. <laughs> this is how punch drunk Shaq is about his, his Steelers. Jalen asked a question about the, the Bengals, and Shaq has to throw the one good nugget in about Steelers. <laughs> I don't want to talk about, I don't want to talk about the Bengals. I, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> now, everyone thought that the Bengals were going to be great for a long time when they had Carson Palmer, right? And then he hurt his knee, and then it was never the same. I do think that the best is yet to come with Burrow. I do think he's going to be different. Um, and just like Evan was talking about, like how often does a, a first-round draft pick in the NFL quarterback get his favorite target from college <laughs> right. on his team in the NFL? Like That just doesn't happen. So they already have chemistry. And when you have a top-five back 
in your backfield, and that just happens to be Joe Mixon, um, that's going to allow your quarterback to be better. And that's going to allow the duo of him and Chase to be better too. And like, I mean, yeah, he was terrible in the preseason. Um, I don't know if he needed cataract, LASIK surgery. I don't know what needed to happen to see the ball. Apparently, yeah. So I do think that Burr. Now I don't know how. Like anything can happen health wise, and I'm not going to say that you know Burrow and Chase are going to be the next Manning and Marvin Harrison, but I do think Burrow is going to be a very good quarterback in the NFL. Agreed. So if Chase is healthy, I think they're going to have a pretty good duo, though. That is music to Shaq's ears. Yeah, I'm just hoping they take Skeletor off the field at some point this season and do something else. Watching old rusty bones walk around. Now, Shaq, what would you like your Steelers to do in order to replace Ben? Uh, the, the, this this season is a bust, so I'm counting as a bust. I have been trying to hype up the game. Huh? A bust. 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 <laughs> you wasted all of strokes early on this season. Bust. Tom has never had a losing record. How can it already be a bust? But, but, okay, but in the division that we are, unless our unless our record is high, we know. I last, remember off season. I was saying Cam is. I would have loved to see Cam when he was on a right. I remember that. Yeah. So if we can get rid of a couple broken pieces that we do not need here, old Cam is for Cam. Cam is a little bit homeless oh, right now. Cam's not because Cam's not broken. What are we talking about? No, Cam's not broken. I'm saying our broken pieces. We get rid of our three-man deep roster on quarterback, get rid of one or two pieces, and put Cam in there, and we... Are you saying but that Cam is, is a, a, a band-aid for the problem? He's not He's, he's not solving the No, problem. he's not solving, but he is a temporary band-aid for what we have here. No. No. Cam is a dirty band-aid you take off of someone else and put on your yeah. own wound. And, and, and it is better than the band-aid that we currently have on. <laughs> This First is of all, you have me defending the Steelers, <laughs> and that's a bad place. I'm defending the Steelers because like they I beat said, my team. We wasted all of our strokes on week one when we came out and gave our fan, <laughs> gave us high hopes. Yeah, we want to get Bills. Look at us. And now yeah. we're just kind of like, so <laughs> you can play or? There's still 16 more games. <laughs> <laughs> I have no I have no hope for my team to do any better. Next week, we're going to take another L. I'm going to be the most discouraged team in the NFL. <laughs> it's bad enough we took two L's at home. We took two straight L's at home. And it was just kind of like, what are we doing? <laughs> I love you, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we were going to uh, – take a break we're gonna kick it to halftime and when we come back we've got some even even worse l's on the other side of this so uh we will be back in just a moment remember to follow the show on instagram and tiktok at afr sports that's at afr sports now back to the show featuring your hosts jalen and shaquille Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. 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 Wel
Yeah. yeah. Um, um, we're just going to hop right into the spells of the week. Pick up right where we left off at, of course. Okay, folks. I didn't really want to say this, but, uh, you know, let me play a little stupid video for you guys. Straight trash, homie. All right. All right. First L of the week has to be, of course, get it over with, rip off the band-aid fast. My own My Mac own. Jones throws three interceptions at Holmes to the Jameis Winston-led New Orleans Saints, and we lose 28-13 at home. We let the Saints put up 28 points on our dome. I'm not too I'm mad not at too Mac mad. Jones on his third NFL game. It, it Get it out of your system now. We got a big game coming up this weekend, so get out of your system. I mean, I get it. He's going to have one of these games, but uh, the rest of the team, I don't know how we let Jameis Winston put up 28 points. I think Jameis Winston's on some kind of every other game system where he balls out because he did it to the Packers on week one, and then he did it to us this week. So whoever they played this week, you're probably safe, but the following week, look out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on this game. Well, again, I think you need to mute the phone because we were talking on the phone during the break. I'm kind of hearing you double right now. Yeah, it's, might uh... need to happen. There you go. Um, no, you know, I got the wrong quarterback for throwing interceptions because last week I said that Jameis was going to throw an interception for every finger he was going to eat during the pregame, and I was wrong because it was Matt Jones throwing yeah. interceptions. Um, it was really weird, though, because, you know, it was the first time since 1998 since we've seen a Patriots-Saints game that didn't either have Tom Brady or Drew Brees in it. So it was really weird because wow. uh, normally you're talking about, like, the greats of the greats playing quarterback, and then we had Matt Jones and Jameis, <laughs> whatever. Um, and, you know, the shutdown, we finally turned it over. Transition. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, it, you're just like, dang, this is, you know, this would normally be like a Sunday night football game, but <laughs> get here. no, no, it wasn't. Um, so, I don't know. Like, I do think that Mac Jones is going to end up being a quality quarterback. He does look a lot like Brady looked in 2001, a little bit of deer in headlights. Like, a lot of people think that Tom Brady came out slinging the ball and winning that Super Bowl in 2001, but it was mainly defense-led. And I still do think that the Patriots can be a very quality team. Um, I don't think it's going to happen this week. Um, but I, I I was surprised at how poorly the entire Patriots team played. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it would have been a much closer game given the fact that it's a Bill Belichick team. Um, I thought they would have played a little bit more sound. I thought the defense would have been a little bit better. I think Jameis had a little bit too many opportunities. I know that Al Kamara, he's one of Evans' guys. Uh, he said that last week. Um, I know that, you know, that they got him on that side of the ball. But I didn't expect the Patriots to lose as bad as they did. Like, it just didn't seem like it was ever really competitive. And any chance that they had a, an opportunity to make it competitive, Matt Jones throws an interception. So it just, it was ugly. It wasn't good. But that's all I got. So yeah. looking at the stats, I think that I'm starting to see a little trend here. Uh, the more passing attempts the quarterback throws, the 
more game is. Uh, Mac Jones, 51 attempts, one touchdown. Um, yeah. And he also led the team in rushing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that James White... That James White injury out for the rest of the year, that's going to hurt them. Yeah, yeah, I saw that earlier. Thank God we let go of Sony um, Michelle, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a good thing. <laughs> so, I, I I think when when your quarterback, in Mac Jones, at least, uh, is leading the team in rushing yards, I think he deserves to lose the game. Yeah, um, absolutely. Jameis, I think there should be an award for funniest player in the league. And I think that he should win the award. Um, I mean, clearly you haven't seen Big Ben of... run. So, <laughs> yeah, I did, and I saw Big Ben. I saw him throw. I saw him throw. Funny, funny league. That, I, I laughed probably for fifteen minutes. <laughs> exactly. But the pregame when Jameis, when Demario Davis is doing a little pregame hype thing, and he's like, "Look at the player next to you," and I think Jameis has Deontay Harris, who's five six next to him. He like bends down. He's like he looks at he looks at Deontay Harris. James is is extremely funny, um, and he happened to throw two touchdowns, uh, 128 yards. Didn't have to do much work this week. Um, sure did. So, you know, it, it was kind of a, a coastal week for the team. James needs to take some kind of class on doing these pregame talks because he's not good. It's eating fingers and pointing to the top. I mean, it's just, it's not good. <laughs> he needs to talk to Peyton Manning or somebody. I don't know who he needs to talk to. It is to somebody. weird to me to see a Jameis Winston-led team be productive. <laughs> For me, as a local to Tampa, to watch Jameis Winston over the years play with the Bucks. not used to seeing productivity out of this man. <laughs> now to see him go to the Saints and, like, being okay quarterback is kind of like okay I see you shame has to come to the expense of the Patriots well I don't mean shame but <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame it's... <laughs> hey, to the expense of the Patriots <laughs> to see this man like play football and not be just a clown in general but good job for James being a better player <laughs> I mean even Taysom Hill came in at one point and fucked this up so I mean <laughs> I don't know, but uh, moving along, let's keep this this uh, train moving here. Uh, the Bills, <laughs> Morgan was only here. Uh, the Bills almost ejected yeah. Washington Football Team from Highmark Stadium with a forty-three to twenty-one win. Straight to the sun. Yes. <laughs> Shot them out the emergency exit real quick. Uh, yeah, Washington. This was not competitive at pretty much any point throughout this game. <laughs> Got a lot. I'm sorry Where for is anybody wrong. Morgan had some homework to finish up. That he magically remembered it had to be done 10 minutes before the show. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I have to go to work, I have some homework I have to do too. So. First of all, Jake Dillon's doing all this laughing, acting like he didn't pick 
picked the, the Redskins to cover the spread. I know. Spread. I was just, I was just about to mention that. that. Was, I'm sorry if I, if I lost anybody any money on that. One. <laughs> <laughs> that was your damn fault for even listening to yeah, my I directions. Wanted to say, it's like you just got money to throw away if you're taking that bet. <laughs> but listen, man, Washington doesn't even deserve a team name after that ass. They really don't. Like See, they need to go another two years of that team name, man, because that was just that was bad. That was, that was so bad. And you know what? It was so bad for them that I was mad after the game because I was like, hey, can we get Diggs the ball because he's on my fantasy team? Like, can he get a little bit of the fun? I was Look, so mad. Like, I, all this fun everybody's having. No Diggs. I'm the last person to talk about this team because the last time I talked shit about this team, <laughs> put my team in the grave. So I'm going to go ahead and let Morgan have his moment and say I'm disappointed in a way. I ain't going to put no names out there. I'm not going to say what's what, but, yeah, I let it happen. I had to sock hey, on my team. We, we just need to put it out that last week Morgan said – that it was the defense's fault on why they're losing, which is part of the reason why it's, they won. But Morgan said, quote for quote, the offense is fine. The, <laughs> the defense is fault, the offense is fault, special teams, the yeah. bench, uh, water boy, um, the field wasn't proper. <laughs> Heineke is missing an end to call him Heineken. Mr. <laughs> zero over there, and that's exactly what that boy did, man. I said he was going to put up zero. Parking man, was, that was up. Bad. <laughs> that was uh, everything was bad. The whole the whole game, like literally, the Washington football. They scored one game with three minutes left in the game, and other than that, there was like a minute and a half in the second half where they scored two touchdowns. Because I think like there, there was a muff pump, some, something happened to special teams. They got the ball back, scored again. That was all they had in the whole game. So the game wasn't even that close. It could have been forty-one to nothing. The only pe- to seven. The only team to miss to miss Fitzmagic. <laughs> <laughs> so please bring him back. Put him on the field. <laughs> Do anything. Miami <laughs> might be missing Fitz a little bit. <laughs> The man, the only man to play for ninety percent of the league. I feel like. <laughs> I'll say this though: let Washington win next week. I, I guarantee you, Morgan will have no homework come, come next episode. <laughs> Talk the most shit. When come back. I'll be still. I'll be still upset if you beat Green Bay next week. You know, I was I was mad though because I said that Buffalo was going to win by twenty one, and they only won by twenty. So. Would <laughs> <laughs> have killed the off score field goal. Them. Picked them to win and cover the spread, but I said they win by twenty-one. They only won by twenty, so I was mad about that. So, moving on to the next one here, uh, the Broncos played the Jets, or at least the Jets' defense, because the offense did not show up at all. Twenty-six to zero was the final score. <laughs> the Zach Wilson struggles continue on for the third week in a row. Uh, I did not take time out of my day to watch this game. I don't know if any of you guys did. Um, no, I, I'd rather play my toes than sit here and try to watch this game. <laughs> that, that might be why you were sick last week, Shaq. Uh. Um, <laughs> I watched it on Red Zone because I had the Red Zone on, and the only thing you, the only time you ever saw them on the Red Zone was in the Broncos were getting ready to score. Uh, so that should be the game. And I know that I know that the Broncos have played 
you know, just like Evan said, they, they played a cupcake schedule with no icing. So, you know, the Giants, the Jags, and the Jets, whatever. But still, like, small hands Teddy. <laughs> Four touchdowns and no interceptions. Like, he's still balling. Even again, like, I don't care who you're playing. Like, seven, over 75% completion percentage with them little hands in Denver. That's something. Now we'll see what his little hands do in when when they get into the winter months. But that game was just it. It was it was funny, um, and that's part of the reason why I'm not really sure that the that the Broncos are necessarily contenders yet because of who they played. But like Shaq said, and Evan said, they're beating who they're supposed to, and they were supposed to beat the Jets. And boy, did they put a whooping on them. Everyone's supposed to beat the Jets. <laughs> the Jets are supposed to beat the Jets. <laughs> exactly. You're guaranteed one week if you got the Jets on the schedule. Guaranteed. What 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 do you think about it, Evan? You you had to watch some highlights or some stats or something? I don't think I took any interest in this game. I I don't think I wanted to watch highlights. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I mean That's why I went to the flea market. <laughs> that does sound more compelling I mean, but, than that game. Exactly. Yeah, than that game for sure. I mean, I don't. I, I feel bad for the families that went to that game. Um, <laughs> like they're victims. <laughs> Prayers, out. Prayers out to the families that went to the Jets game. <laughs> My condolences. <laughs> I mean, on the bright side, those tickets are probably dirt cheap. 20, 20 bucks including parking and a like, meal. How much is the ticket? No, how much you got in pockets? <laughs> Two quarters and lint. And they can get free beer so they can stomach it all. <laughs> if you're lucky, put you on the field. <laughs> yes, maybe. <laughs> exactly. If you get down far enough, you'll let you throw a couple balls around. <laughs> you got Timmy Walter on the field. <laughs> Throwing passes. <laughs> Can't tell the difference anyway. Nope. Well. Uh, moving on to the next one. Uh, Chicago. This almost did not make it into the, the final lineup here, but Malin reminded me that the Bears... <laughs> Started a brand new quarterback and yes. immediately wished they had not because they lost twenty six to six. We got to talk about it. I don't know who needs to take the L more, the Chicago fans for screaming that that man needed to start, or Fields with only sixty eight yards passing offense. I mean. Nine sacks. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <sighs> I mean, I want again. This was another one of those red zone games where the only time they put it on the red zone was when they were sacking the Bears or Cleveland was scoring a touchdown. Like that was the only time you saw I, the game. I did not know that type of offense yeah. was physically. <laughs> like I didn't know you can do that. I didn't. <laughs> okay, but, but here's the weird thing: is that everyone in Chicago? Because every and this is why I say that the fans need the L. Okay, like they bam, big old fat L. It's because they said they need to start Fields. They need to start Fields, right? Mm-hmm. Fields has a bad day. Now they're blaming Nagy, right? You want to know why I don't blame Nagy? 
Nagy took the Bears to the playoffs twice with Trubisky at quarterback. So that man can literally take a trash can at quarterback <laughs> and go to the playoffs. You're going to blame him for the Bears playing as bad as they did against the Browns that have been bad since 1998. Like, they've just been terrible. The true elbows so, to those season pass holders to yeah. Chicago Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's like, I'm going to go ahead and purchase the whole season's worth of tickets, get my seat in. Because it's worth my time and my money. <laughs> the Bears went yeah. to the playoffs twice with Trubis. I, I can recall once yeah. they got bounced by the Eagles. No, twice. I can't remember twice. when the other time was. <laughs> Unmemorable. <laughs> it was twice. I think I think they made it in his rookie year, too. Twice <gasps> they made it to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. You can rookie fact, year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know my stats. <clears throat> I'm patting uh, my- Yeah. I mean, it's just that's out of all the stats, that's a wild one. Yeah. Hey, Trubisky never had 68 yards passing in a game. <laughs> okay. Now he's a backup in Buffalo. So I've seen quarterbacks do that in a drive downfield. And I was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that wasn't the last few years. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> saw Big Ben do that in all the first half of the game last game. This is what I felt like. I don't want to hear Big Ben anymore. <laughs> I don't want to hear Big Ben anymore. <laughs> but unfortunately, I got about 14 more games before, before it becomes a, before we have so, a solution. Funny, funny stat. I just ran through the, the, the plays of the game. Funny stat. Um, Justin Fields was sacked for 67 yards on the day. So they, they have just as many yards sacked almost as yards. Yeah, so, How so do you let's, yards? so let's let's just say Justin Fields had one yard on the day. Right. A yard passing. How, how much worse can your rookie debut be? So the entire time Matt Nagy is saying Fields ain't ready, Fields ain't ready. There's a reason why the off rifle is starting at quarterback. Like <laughs> he has a bum leg right now, and Nagy is still be like, "Yeah, the Amish rifle is QB one right now." And part of that's the offensive line. I get it, but I'm just like, the fans need to take an L. They've been calling for people's jobs and saying they're stupid because Dalton needed to start and. They wanted to see Fields. Well, they saw Fields, and it wasn't pretty. Not pretty at all. It was one of the worst quarterback debuts in NFL history. So that's a big battle yeah. for them. And I know they want a quarterback. They're dying for a quarterback. They've only had one, like, the last great quarterback, like I said last week, was Sid Luckman. And you can't get me, you know, to say that Cutler was one of the greats because he was riding a bicycle when they had an opportunity <laughs> A Super Bowl and Grossman is just gross. So, like, literally nobody forever. And McMahon was just high on coke the whole time. The Bears won the Super Bowl. So they've never had a franchise quarterback since Sid Luckman. And I know they want one, but Fields is not ready. The man needs a little bit of help, and he needs some time. That's what happens when you when you number one live in Chicago, and then number two you're deprived of a quarterback your entire life. So you start getting desperate. <laughs> 
Uh, last but not least, this was uh, Monday night. The Eagles went right into Jerry's world just to be tossed right back out <laughs> with the forty-one to twenty-one loss to the Cowboys. What about the Cowboys? <laughs> I both of these teams are stupid, uh, but I did watch most of this game, unfortunately. But uh, I. I I have no comment on this they, game. They it's did win me my game last week in fantasy. So oh, well, there we go. There's, there, there's there was, that. There was a good out of it. Zeke went out there and actually played football for once in his life. And <laughs> <laughs> won me a game. Yeah, I mean, okay, so the Eagles made Zeke look like a Pro Bowl running back again. That was crazy. Yeah. I never thought I'd see that again. Um, but then, I mean, first, I mean, the, the Cowboys are good. They never play to their potential, but they are good. They do have the number five ranked offense in the NFL. Dak is seeming to pick up where he left off before he had that nasty ankle injury. Um, so I do think that the Cowboys are going to win the NFC East with relatively ease. Even if they're just a mediocre team, they'll win it because nobody else in the NFC West wants to win it. Um, but everyone was comparing no Jalen exactly. everyone like I was watching ESPN Fox Fox Sports all that they were all like is Jalen Hurts the next Dak Prescott well nah, no not quite the best <laughs> offense was the Eagles defense when they got that touchdown when they yeah. the ball from Dak in the end zone like that was the best they could do and when the Dallas defense makes your offense look like a bunch of punk asses, that's not good. So the yeah. offense in Dallas is supposed to be good, but the way that the Dallas defense played, that's what was surprising. I mean, Zeke reminded me this week of that scene in Forest when he's running down that street and his little metal things on his leg fall off and he's like running really well now. In the past year and a half, he's been running with his little metal restraints on it this week, and they finally fallen off, and he's moving. And I was like, thank you, God. <laughs> now, those restraints might be put on come next week. Yeah, they, right they, they, they got strapped that shit right back on. Oh, <laughs> slow that shit down. You, you move way too fast now. You need to come back next week and can't move. <laughs> Cowboy fans are lit, though. Did you watch or were you at the flea market still? <laughs> I I tuned into that one. Uh, well, I tuned out pretty quickly. Yeah, I tuned in. Uh, I mean, I, I saw. I think I saw it to the third quarter, and then I was just like, "This is unbearable." Like, I I genuinely cannot stomach to sit here and watch the Eagles get torn a new one on national television. Is it bad uh, that when the Cowboys do well, it's still unbearable to watch? <laughs> yeah. No, it, exactly. Jerk. I mean, I, I, I thought it was actually going to be a competitive game, relatively. Um, and then, you know, Trayvon Diggs gets a pick. Good for him. Um, Cowboys defense actually shows up. Um, and, you know, like, I, I, was, I was saying this to one of my friends. <laughs> I don't understand how the Cowboys always seem to get these players, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Parsons, who are, like, really good in college and should go really high. They have very high draft stock. And they always seem to fall. And they always have some sort of uh, off-the-field issue, usually. Um, and then they come to the Cowboys. Somehow Jerry and his cronies get it cleaned up, and they're, they're good as new. 
and they're, they're, it's like I I don't I don't understand. I, I really don't get it. Well, I think that that started happening because in the mid '90s, Michael Irvin was snoke coke off his offensive lineman's ass. Oh um, so <laughs> I think Jerry figured out how to clean people up after all that issues going on in the '90s when the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl. But just like Evan, like I tuned the game off pretty early because uh, I went to watch some baseball because my Mariners were only half a game out of the wild card. See, I fit that in there, Jalen. I told you I was going to fit that in about my Mariners. It's rude. But, but yeah, so I, I don't know. They, they do clean people up. I think it's because Jerry had to deal with the Cowboys in the 90s. And I think he probably has some sort of notebook or playbook on how to fix these people when they get in there now. I'm, I'm just more upset that somebody's going to come out of that division, eight and nine, and be playoff contenders. Okay. Well, okay. yeah, I was here when the when the Washington football team had to go in there with a losing record. It was like the second half of the year, every team in the NFC East was trying not to win the division. This <laughs> 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 had to be the first game that Tampa played in the playoffs. I was like, why didn't why didn't you just give him a bye week? Like, why not? <laughs> it was a bye week. What you mean, <laughs> Taylor Heineken? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you know you know who the Redskins have to run through to get in that process. He still said Redskins. That's cute. I'm sorry. They I'm don't deserve a team I'm, name. I'm, I'm a little bit ignorant, folks. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. <laughs> anybody hurt by that? You get my apology right yeah. now. Except for you, Morgan. You didn't get my apology, but anybody else, my <laughs> apology. I, side note: I still firmly believe that Jack's team is still cursed because he will not apologize to Morgan <laughs> for underestimating his team. I refuse to apologize to Morgan Brown. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> give a damn. <laughs> My pride won't let it happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stand by it. Ow, you know, I still sock. think you should have. You still never ate the sock, though. You just I, put it in your mouth and spit it out. Did he want me to actually put it in my digestive system? No. I'm sorry, y'all. This now, man I didn't to... want the tube sock come out of your butt, but I wanted yeah, to see the, you. The, this, this man wanted to watch me kill myself on. <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube for the sake of the NFL. <laughs> it's bad enough I gotta watch my team destroy itself for endless amount of time. <laughs> because I want to apologize for a man because he thinks his team is good. <laughs> his team's gonna get into the playoffs maybe because of an eight and nine record and I'm supposed to swallow my pride and say sorry. That my team's gonna get an eight nine record and finish last place in the division and <laughs> I tell you what, though, Galen, I will never miss one of these shows that you invite me to because it seems that whoever misses the show just gets beat down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. If you don't show up, you either have herpes or you're an idiot. <laughs> First of all, I, I never said herpes. You threw it out there. And unfortunately, if one of us catches herpes, we fall into both categories of herpes and idiots. So. <laughs> I, I just think that bad. I've had bad juju for not apologizing for Morgan since last. If I apologize now, do you think I... We'll make up for the rest of the season. You can turn it around. It's only week three. 
Big Beard is still fat, and he didn't eat a lot of ice cream for 10 years. I'm trying to apologize. You make, make a regret trying to apologize. The warrior already. You can't apologize you want when Morgan's not here. Yeah, do you want him to be here when you apologize? Because right now, he's, he can't even hear it. So. Okay, Morgan, if you, come on the, if you come on the show next week, I will apologize to you on the show yeah, for Congress good. team a bunch of bum-ass... <laughs> now we won't have any homework. <laughs> Magic is gonna text us and be like, "Can I be on the show right now?" Yes, your team won't be a bunch of. He's about to show up. I'll I'll, I'll ping him real quick. See if he comes before the, the show is. Over. Yes, I if I see Morgan's face on the show, I will apologize for calling his team sorry. Far from being right, no. I but. say you can apologize all you want, but Big Man is not going to magically be ten years younger. <laughs> ten years younger, <laughs> about three hundred pounds lighter, and majestic on the field. You are definitely not To talking about his quarterback. You are. <laughs> this man will somehow lose his connection with God. Be sinful again and learn how to play football. As soon as I say that he'll snort coke off a stripper's booty hole and just somehow learn how to play football. <laughs> What's happening to our <laughs> Well, we've officially broken the show. <laughs> so it's been broken for about 52 weeks in <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should probably move on to the next mm. next area. Please, <laughs> uh, we'll see if Morgan takes us up on this invitation today, or if we wait till next week. Either way, let's play the as Packers you say, this week. So. As you say that, yeah, you still taking that regardless of what. Uh, yeah, let's hop right into the news. Today's top stories and breaking news. All right, for the news this week, we're going to start off with the Ravens beating the Lions once again off of the longest field goal in NFL history. In case you guys did not know, the first or the previous record for the longest uh, field goal in NFL history came at the expense of the D- Detroit Lions way back in the 70s, uh, and now Justin Tucker set that record again with a 66-yard field goal to beat the Detroit Lions once again. It's it's fate, folks. I guess it just it has to be the Lions that take the, the brunt end of that one. Uh, yeah, that was a wild one. Going back and watching that video of him making that kick off the bar was absolutely nuts. And just seeing the fans in that dome watching that ball go 66 yards to go through the upright knowing that damn that shit's going in like <laughs> did, did you watch it live just besides me anyone I, else? I did i did you did man that was that was awesome <clears throat> uh, i stood up i was like man if anyone's gonna make a field goal like that it's gonna be tucker <sighs> in a dome and the only thing that i will say about that kick now first of all Beautiful kick. But when it hit the bottom crossbar <laughs> and it bounced up, you can actually see Lions fans get up for a split second celebrating <laughs> like you were going to miss it. 
And only the Lions fans that have Barry Sanders retire early, Calvin Johnson retire early, <laughs> only the Lions fans can have a bar hit the bottom bar and bounce over instead of back backwards. Backwards. Exactly. Oh my God. Now the only thing I don't like about it is everyone's gonna be like, oh Lamar Jackson's great again. Whatever. Um because of that 66-yard field goal. But that was so funny to watch. If you just, like, just go back and just watch it again. Like, those Lions fans, they get excited for, like, a mm-hmm. split second. They get really – and all of a sudden, they're like, oh, shit, it went through. Like, that is – that's terrible. You know that's what this, depressing. You know what this teaches me? If you want to break any records and do anything risky, <clears throat> just double-check that the Lions are on your schedule that year and go ahead and run it against them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, unless you want to break the all-time rushing record, because Emmett Smith did that against my Seahawks, and I'm still better. I would still take my chances with the Lions for that one. <laughs> Go ahead and keep handing it off. They're gonna break eventually. Evan, you watched it live. Like, like, what? What did you think, man? You know. 60, man, it goes back to when, uh, was it Lane Kiffin? Brings out Janikowski for 76 yards. Um, you know, gets fired two days after. But, you know, it, it, it's, man, you never know. I, I think I saw a video of Justin Tucker taking 61 yarders in the, at, at the beginning mm-hmm. of the game, uh, before the game started. And, like, the phone actually being on the field, you see how far it is. And so, man, 66 yards, you know, after, what, Lamar converts a fourth and 19, 66 yards, Justin Tucker comes out on the field. I think that um, the argument can be made for Justin Tucker being the best kicker ever. I don't know if you can say he's the greatest kicker ever yet, but I I definitely think that you can say Justin Tucker is the best kicker ever. Um, And I I think that kick solidified it. I mean, and I, I think... Out of all places, out of all teams, it's Detroit Lions. It's it's the the Lions, it's the way the Lions lose. Uh, heartbreaker, competitive for ninety five percent of the game, and it's a heartbreaker. Um, <laughs> so, I, and I I know that feeling. Trust me, because the Lions <laughs> lose the same way. Uh, so. Only well, only only one kicker has kicked two game winning field goals. In the Super Bowl, and that would be Adam Vinatieri, who is the greatest. That has saved Tom Brady's legacy. I don't give a crap what anybody says. Um, the uh, he he would have lost four Super Bowls if it wasn't for Adam Vinatieri. So I do think that Adam Vinatieri is the most clutch. But yeah, I think sure. that when when Justin Tucker dies, they need to take that leg off, just bronze it, and put it in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Because it used to be that everyone thought that if anyone was ever going to break 63 yards, they would do it at Mile High Stadium because of the altitude in, in Denver and even Prater uh, or Prater, Prater, whatever. Uh, he tied the record at 63 yards, yeah. um, I think, like eight <clears> years <throat> ago. Um, and so I think that everyone always thought that if someone did it, it would be in Denver. And that's when they rolled out Janikowski to kick that 7-1 yarder. It was in Denver. Um, so for Tucker to to 60, like not even beat the record, but beat it by three yards on a game-winning kick mm-hmm. was just insane. 
saying yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Even as a New England fan, I still think Justin Tucker is could very well be the best kicker to ever do it, but you know, we'll see. Uh well, moving right pretty- along. <laughs> moving right along to the next bit of news here. Uh the Panthers will not place Christian McCaffrey on IR for his hamstring injury. Fantasy fans who have uh Christian McCaffrey on their team, including myself, rejoice. He should be back in a reasonable amount of time here. Uh yeah, I should be back within the next couple weeks. I guess it's not too serious to keep him out for a substantial period of time. Uh but yeah, Christian McCaffrey. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on this one. Just uh well, we shall see. Yeah, because it, they're not going to put him on IR now, but they will eventually because um, he's going to get hurt again. And the only reason why – no, the only – now, I do think that McCaffrey is one of the best running backs in the NFL. But I think the wear and tear that Stanford put on him in college, and then he had 506 carries in two years between 2018 and 2019. Like, the Panthers – brutalized him for two years and then they paid him a lot of money that's great uh you know the seahawks did that with sean alexander in the mid-2000s um but i i just think that he's probably going to end up getting these soft tissue injuries going forward i mean 500 carries in two years that's a lot and it's not like he's the biggest running back he's not a big bruising guy that can take that type of punishment so if they didn't put him on it now, he'll probably come back in week six and play a few games, and he'll probably end up on IR the second half of the year because the the Panthers. In, in, I, I don't mean to be like joking about it. I know, like Jalen, you're laughing at me. I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny. Ninety nine percent of the time, I'm trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be funny. Don't I just think that, that he. <laughs> yeah, I think he was wear on the tires, man. I, I think they just wore him out, and I think his body's going to start breaking down. So, I don't know. Some could say it. I mean, kind of already has, but a couple more weeks. Anyone that drafted him in the first pick is stupid. Okay. Uh, Moving right along here (laughs) to the next bit of news. (laughs) Kansas City picked up a new weapon. Josh Gordon. You guys remember him? (laughs) Yeah. Was he with your Seahawks last, Malin? That was his last stop with Seattle? Yeah, he was. And I'm really upset that Seattle didn't pick him back up. They let him go a week before he got reinstated. Of course. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, the the Chiefs picked him up, but unless he's going to play cornerback, I don't really know how it's going to help the Chiefs. There be more options than defensive backs. Uh, but at least he's not suspended again for weed. So, <laughs> <laughs> you guys have any thoughts on Flash Gordon coming to the Chiefs? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say about the Chiefs. They're just making a lot of grasp. I feel like to make sure that the defense isn't a hot mess like it is now. So. <laughs> Again, uh, a lesson's coming in on nickel packages. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't, I don't, the offense is going to score points, man. And yeah. I guess the Chiefs 
like, hey, you know what? Our defense is going to suck ass for the rest of the year, so we might as well try to put up 50. No. So, but I will say that Josh Gordon, the last time Josh Gordon was good was, what, 2012, 2013? I don't know, yeah. Now, he was still – now, and I think he only played four games for Seattle in three years. But he was still productive in those games that he played for Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, he was productive, but he wasn't Flash Gordon from the Browns. So I'm not sure how great he's going to be. Now watch, I say that. He's going to end up in the fucking Pro Bowl, and Seattle could have had him if they didn't release him, and that would be our luck this year. I but can balance they, they it out need... by saying he's going to be good. Yeah, I can do <laughs> Nice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good luck, Josh Gordon. Uh, moving on to the next one. Richard Sherman on the other side in, in the NFC signs with Tampa Bay. Both the uh, past Super Bowl teams trying to grasp for straws here. Richard Sherman coming to the Bucks. Uh, uh, Malin, I'm going to go to you in this one. Another former Seahawk going to a new team here. What do you think about your old guy, Richard Sherman? Okay, so first I would like to say that I wish that the Seahawks would have signed him because our defensive backs are worse than even Tampa's right now. Again, (laughs) they're playing 10-yard cushions right now. Um, So he could only help. I don't think it would solve all the problems. Um, but I think it says more about the Bucks than it does anything else and how bad their defense is. And like you said, they're grasping at straws because their secondary is terrible. And if anyone is thinking that they're getting the Legion of Boom Sherman, you got to remember, he's coming off a torn Achilles. He busted up his knee last year in San Francisco. He's 33 years old. Yes, from 2011 until now, he does have 36 interceptions. He leads the league in interceptions since he came into the league, but he's only had five interceptions since 2017. And he, uh, he can't even drive a car right now. I, I don't know how he <laughs> is. I don't know his mental state. Um, but I, I wish him the best because he was instrumental in my team winning the only Super Bowl that we've ever had. And I'm sitting on a, on a podcast with people that love the Steelers and they've won six and the mm-hmm. Patriots and they've won six and the Giants, they've won four. And I've only won one people. Um, but so I love the fact that he helped that and the tip needs to be immortalized, but I don't, I don't even Richard Sherman came out today in a press conference and said that he needs a week or two to even try to get into game shape. So he's not even going to help him right away. Um, he's trying to hitch his wagon to win the Super Bowl, and I can't blame him. Maybe if my Seahawks had played better over the last three weeks, maybe he would have signed with us. But then again, if we played better, we probably wouldn't have been interested in signing him. <laughs> so there's a reason why it's week three and he wasn't signed yet. That's all I'm going to say. But I wish him the best. I really do. Is it strange to you guys, Malin and Shaq, that we live in a city that 
is now uh, home to Richard Sherman, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans. <laughs> yeah. First of all, wow. yeah, yes, it does. And I do think that the Buccaneers need to be investigated over the way that their salary cap is being handled. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Endless, absolutely. Bottomless this pit is of money. <laughs> they, bottomless they were able to sign all 22 starters, and now they're adding someone like Richard Sherman to a three-year or $2.5 million contract. Next year, for, they'll be, next week, they'll be bringing Megatron out of retirement. Come back and run for 100 yards. <laughs> Adrian Peterson like, will be coming out in prime condition. Now, Okay, but Jalen, the one thing I will say, and I do think this is an indictment on your Patriots, is that Tom Brady has been the major player in getting all of these free agents to come to the Bucks. right? Maybe, maybe if the Patriots had allowed Tom Brady to have a little bit of say and a little bit of control in getting talent to the Patriots – for these stupid-ass low contracts they're signing all these people to, maybe they would still have Brady, Gronk, and all these people. But all of a sudden, he gets to Tampa, and he's recruiting everybody from Gronk and A.B. and Leonard Fournette and now Richard Sherman. It's like, what the – can someone just, like, shut off his cell phone? Like, can, <laughs> can people? I mean, I don't want to hear uh, it anymore. It's because we have – the Grinch who stole Christmas, who runs everything there, and uh, nobody wants to come. Because, I mean, in Tampa, everybody knows. I mean, Tom is there and Bruce Arians. You come to New England, and it's, we all know, it's the Grinch there. Nobody wants to come and be a part of that. Yeah, but Tom Brady was in some way able to convince a lot of people to go there last year, and they were the sucking ears until they won the Super Bowl and started throwing trophies from boats. And now all of a sudden they get Richard Sherman and all this other stupid stuff. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, Tom Brady has been bringing talent to the Bucks in a way that no other quarterback ever has. Mm-hmm. And maybe if the Patriots <clears throat> had loosened up and done something yeah. and allowed him to have a say, man. I, I mean, I, I wish we did. Believe me, I wish we did. <laughs> Which we did let him use his phone during uh, business hours, but uh, except for the flight gate, right? You guys didn't want him using his phone for the flight no, gate. No, didn't want him doing that, but uh, <laughs> I feel like Le- Tom Brady right now kind of feels like LeBron in the way he recruits. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just like, hey, you want to come but play I mean, with me I mean, out here? Yeah. You... <clears throat> yeah, like would you would you turn down Tampa Bay? Weather and Tom Brady, right. I, I, I don't think I don't think you do. No matter where you are, no matter what team you're on, I don't think you turn down a six-time champion and uh, 90, 80, 90 degree weather, damn near year round. Yeah, and so, like rain every day. It and like he people to take <laughs> a cut to stay there. <clears throat> right. I'm angry about it. What do you think, Shaq? I mean, like I said, you would be stupid to take, not take whatever offer Tom Brady's like, you know what? Just won a championship. It is ideal vacation weather almost year-round, and he gets to play with me. Look at all the talent that we already have here. And my thing is, what else do you got going on for you right now? He's recruiting all these people that are kind of like right. 
either retired, they're running out of options, or Taylor just like, don't really want them. So it's kind of like they'll take whatever money and deal to be on a championship caliber team. Yeah, and apparently Sherman talked to him on the phone, and Tom said it's like straight up, "We need you. Like, we could really use you right now." And that was like the tipping point. So, yeah, and you know he was he was in talks with San Francisco and Seattle also. Like those were the three teams. And if you had a choice to go back to San Francisco or back to Seattle or go to Brady and the Bunks or just one Super Bowl, like, what are you going to pick? Like, I can't, I can't hate on them for picking it. Mm-hmm. I'm just mad that Tampa has all this talent. Champa Bay <laughs> makes me want to it. <clears throat> Moving on to the next piece of news here. A little bit of NBA for you guys. Yep, we are still going to mention the NBA here. I know, even though it's a swing. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, Kyrie may not be able to play in Nets home games due to New York's vaccine mandate and him not being vaccinated. Uh, mm. I don't know exactly how this works because of the fact that I thought that New York's vaccine mandate only applied to healthcare workers, teachers, and uh, people that work in courts. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Kyrie works on a court, and there's some kind of weird... <laughs> Technicalities. Technicalities. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Morgan, first of all, you don't get to talk till the end. Oh, you just oh, show up. Oh, do his black ass with so <laughs> Because you called me out, nigga. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah. come, you'll get your apology at the end. That was messed up. This man's like, attention. Home. Attention? <laughs> oh, I'm going to get it. The, uh, <laughs> no, the, the mandate is any large crowds, like, inside an enclosed area. So there are 10 people. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, but the same thing is happening in San Francisco. So Wiggins and yeah. uh, Irving are the two that right uh, now they're the big ones because the NBA is 90% vaccinated. Uh, but anyone that goes to those cities would have to miss the game and miss the check. But I kind of got to wonder, like, Irving is – he's different. <clears throat> I'm going to say. I'm not going to trap nobody. <laughs> it is a million times more successful at life than I am, right? <laughs> but he's standing to lose $17.5 million oh. <sighs> if he doesn't get vaccinated and he can't play in those home games. 17, $17.68 million is the equivalent of the salary that he would earn by playing home games, and that's what he stands to lose if he doesn't get vaccinated. I don't care what you think about Shoot. vaccination. I don't care what you think about COVID. You could stick it in my goddamn eyeball. <laughs> you can give me his, my dose, I his dose, their dose. <laughs> <laughs> Jabbing as many times as you need to. I don't give a damn. Seventeen and a half million dollars. Yeah. What shot is worth seventeen and a half million dollars? Good God. I mean, I I saw. I, I know Bradley Beal made a comment about the vaccine. He was. I think he said something along the lines of like. To the people who are vaccinated, I wonder why I want to know why you guys are still getting COVID. And I think someone on Twitter replied and was like, 
if you're so good at basketball, why do you keep losing? And it, it's kind of like a, 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 better, a better way to phrase the, the entire argument. It's like, I mean, so, you, so many questions. You have to understand so many questions. science. Like, the point of a vaccine <clears throat> is to help create herd immunity. Well, let's remember, these, these, most of these people went to college for a year. Um, <laughs> so, how many days did they actually show up remember. to college though <laughs> yeah like for example let's ben simmons uh i think he had a 1.7 gpa uh so basically you show That's up to enough, class really. you <laughs> see here's my thing I, as a person who works medical and healthcare the last thing i want to do is go into this conversation with some of these people about what actually vaccines <laughs> and what this shit is actually meant to do because it goes way beyond their understanding of two plus two equals four conversations that they really understand. So, yeah. I didn't even know you knew the answer, Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when that person uh, believes in applying sage to the stadium to rid it of spirits. And, and he believes the earth is flat. Yep. So that's what we do. The Kyrie that I met when I was younger is a completely different Kyrie. That was before he was. Uh, that, that uh, I... Well, that was a cool flex. When did you meet Kyrie? Um, fun fact: I was at Kyrie's after party after his McDonald's All American game. My dad knew his aunt because um, they worked together, so I, I knew Kyrie at the time when he was in high school playing at Duke. That type of time. So apparently, either Evan is going to flea markets or he's going to <laughs> NFL games. Like, I need to hitch my wagon on the Evan here so I can be Evan's in a circle. <laughs> All right, Chuck, what do you have to say, man? Come on. Right, what, let, what is... let, let me tell you some more. <clears throat> my pride just hurts me physically a little bit. <laughs> Morgan, I. I apologize for underestimating your team. Calling them sorry. Um, your team is a little bit better than I thought they were. A little? Uh, they're terrible. Nigga, just take the apology. Can't just sit there and just take the apology. You got two cents to throw in. <laughs> drinking whatever the hell you're drinking out of a plastic. Anyway. <laughs> I apologize <laughs> for underestimating your team, okay? Your team's a lot better than I gave them credit for, and yes, take that apology. Okay. That. Now, let, let me narrate this. Shaq, first of all, they're not better. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I am aware of that, but I'm trying to rid myself of bad juju. <laughs> Forgive himself for his Yeah, juju is who you need to rid yourself of. <laughs> <laughs> missed a segment we were talking about the bills and the washington football team that don't deserve a name right now and i know you came along for the apology but you still got to answer this crap that you said that the offense was holding their own and they were doing good (laughs) and all this you got to say something after that you got to give us something you know taylor heineke's quarterback now you gotta call him heineken is not a starting quarterback. We need a quarterback that you need a whole new knows team. what he's 
No, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> I don't want to talk about defense right now. It's so good defense. Oh, you, mean, you mean the 29th ranked defense? They're not the worst. The Chiefs are not the worst. Yeah. They're not the worst. 29. They're, they're 29. Yeah. Are you literally doing homework right now? <laughs> Look, Morgan's Dude, sleeves are are more covered than Washington defense <laughs> did all last game. <laughs> He's drinking vodka of a solo cup right now. <laughs> solo Morgan. cup would be an upgrade of what he's drinking out of. This man got some Walmart brand see through plastic. Whoever fucking, fucking had a green shot. It's just good. So, so Morgan. Okay, we lost Shaq. There he is. So, Morgan, I gotta ask you. Um, six days ago, you said the offense was good, and you guys beat the Bills. Yeah, I was clearly wrong. We we almost made a comeback, but then you know, right. like, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. You almost didn't come what back to the field at the halftime. <laughs> Until you know, Allen threw a touchdown pass. Yeah, which one? <laughs> it's her. So bad. That was bad. Oh. Really thinking Chase is a scrub. Like, All he right. can't. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Stop it. It's wrong with you. We... Falcons. Hey, I love how you're wearing Buffalo Bill blue right now, though. That's a, <laughs> that's a good deal. It's all right. Next week when we they win. The... Fucking. I'm cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Where you lose to the Falcons, I need you to eat two socks. Huh? Can, can that be a bet? If y'all lose to the Falcons, socks. you got to eat a pair of socks. Don't take that bet. Well, okay, first of all, no. Apparently, according to Shaq, you don't have to eat the socks. All right. The medical side of me says do not put that shit in the digestive Granted, I have seen your diet, so I'm pretty sure you would survive that, but... <laughs> Your brother be over here eating um fish from IHOP, so I know damn well your genetics are high. <laughs> and then after the Falcons, we played it. And Casey, we're done. This is it's over. <laughs> it was over during preseason sometime, but you're making this really hard for me to give you a genuine apology and not roast you after the fact. <laughs> I'm gonna end this off, and I'm sorry. I'm, this is the last comment you hear from me. <laughs> not okay. you giving the apology, but it was very self-serving because you just want your team to be good. Again. That, that's <laughs> Look, it's very hard for me to be genuine right now. This man talked the most amount of shit known to mankind, and I'm supposed to be genuine with my apology. <laughs> His team doesn't even have a name and they whooped your ass. And I've been so, I've been yeah. saying that. I'm sorry. We're going Washington Red Wolves. The Russian Red Wolves. The Red Wolves. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> They're Foxy. Guardians or Washington Mom. Red Puppies. <laughs> puppies. <laughs> we, we, 
Are we going to start calling Pittsburgh to Pittsburgh lead or something? Is that <laughs> we obviously need to take away our name from us. Yeah. Call them to Pittsburgh number two pencils. <laughs> Pittsburgh styrofoam. <laughs> Jalen, we just messed up your whole show, man. You want to? Okay. Uh, this show was messed up the moment we hit start. Uh, <laughs> when Morgan came out here with no sleeves on. Uh, before we hit the last segment of the day, I do want to mention uh, a couple of comments from a TikTok video that we put up that was regarding the Rams beating the Bucks. Uh, this was a comment from Will Moffitt 2. Uh, he said that. The Bucks missing JPP, most of their secondary, and Rams acting like it was their Super Bowl. Come on, this shows nothing. Anybody uh, on the side of Will here that the Bucks were shorthanded, and that was the only reason that the Rams won? Now, Will, Will Moffitt just needs a vacation because he works in the medical field. That's just... They are tired. They're working long hours. My brother works for Moffitt, and he's not that dumb. Um, the uh, no, they, they got beat fair and square, man. That's come on, stop making dumbass excuses. <laughs> Will from Moffitt, uh, help somebody. Somebody replied to him, "I'm the Keo. I'm not sure how to pronounce." there but uh he says cry more take the l like a man and get better when the bucks be injured teams y'all don't say shit but when y'all lose it's a different story well uh you may or not be saying that (laughs) take the l yeah uh that will do it for the comments there that is football in the hole okay that is that is what comes in football yeah people all of us on this podcast took an l we all yeah. took an L. True. Standing up, talking about the team, being <clears throat> men about it. We're still pissed off, but we're not making excuses. Here's the thing. They are still professional football players at the end of the day. Everybody on the team. Everybody needs to learn to step up when they keep players out there. So yeah. do not blame. It's like, oh, but so-and-so is hurt. doesn't matter. People still have million-dollar contracts to come out there and play football. Yeah. You need to learn yeah. how to play this game without – Certain people here. Yeah, I'm sure y'all go to work. To, I'm pretty sure y'all go to work short staff, and y'all still gotta put out and do yeah. stuff and get stuff done. So, and listen, JPP only has one hand, so that's, <laughs> that's why you lost. Come on, this is JPP right here. This is that. Come on. I would imagine he was replaced with somebody with two full hands, too. So. <laughs> Somehow that hurt them, and they were upset about it. <laughs> One hand in a club. <laughs> and they hurt. They're upset. How dare you go with somebody with two hands and hurt us? Moving on to the last segment of the show here, because we absolutely need to without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, wrap this thing up ride or die in five this is where we give you guys our predictions for what's going to happen in this upcoming week and what you should bet on in these games so starting off with the Panthers at the Cowboys this Sunday at one o'clock the Panthers are 
five and a half point favorites as of right now on the road. Uh, they are plus 195 money line. Cowboys are minus 225 money line. Over under is 50 points. Before the season started, both Shaq and I picked the Cowboys to win this game. Uh, Shaq, what do you like in this I have I purely vote the Cowboys still purely because... One, I voted the Panthers to win only three games this season, so they need to hire up and start catching fat elves, seeing as they already have three wins of the season. <laughs> and purely selfish reason, because I have Zeke as my running back, so he needs to go ahead and ball out, so I'm going to go ahead and pick the Cowboys. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> so just for, to ease it up, any ride or die for five, I'm going to go ahead and vote against the Panthers and every week from here on out. Jesus. <laughs> purely because of selfish reasons. <laughs> Come on and watch last week's show. <laughs> I'm just going to real quick, I say take the Cowboys to cover the five and a half points. McCaffrey is still not there. Uh, the Cowboys are feeling themselves right now. They're at home. I say they can they can win this by about a touchdown, I would imagine. I agree. Uh, yeah. I agree. Well, I, I, I won't. Uh, no. I'm not with no damn cowboy. Oh, um, right. <laughs> this over here. I think they're going to win by a touchdown. Panthers? Do okay. Panthers go over there? Yeah. Yeah. So you have uh, you, you have Shaq giving you a money line for shelfish reasons and you have Morgan <laughs> Giving a score because he's a Washington football fan. Um, I will say this now: that I, hey, listen, selfish plug. I was the only person to go undefeated last week, people. So listen to Patty McStats over here. He was. Um, yes, I was. I watched it. Um, Dallas is going to win the game. They're at home with the number five offense, number fifteen defense. Now I will say this: it's not because. Carolina's bad. I still think Carolina's going to win more than three games. Sorry, Shaq. Five. That Carolina is a good football team, but I do think that the Cowboys are playing good um, and they're riding some momentum. Dan Quinn is the defensive coordinator. Hey, Dan Quinn was the defensive coordinator when my Seahawks were the LOB, so he's going to get the defense right. That's all I'm saying. Don't chuckle, Jalen. That's rude. Uh, just because you beat us at 49 when you see hot headphones. Son of a bitch. Um, but I will say that the Cowboys will will win this game. Because it's only five. It's not even a touchdown. Cowboys are going to cover right. the spread. Yeah. Straight up. Evan, you agree with that one? Yeah, I agree with that one. Um, definitely. Uh, yeah, Cowboys will cover the spread. Uh, and uh, I got them winning, too. Moving right along, Seattle at San Francisco. This is one is at four four oh five on Sunday. Uh, Seattle are two and a half point underdogs on the road. They are plus one oh two money line. The 49ers are minus one forty nine money line. Over under is fifty two. Real quick, I like Seattle to come within two and a half points here. If not, just win this game outright. 
Um, I think this this will be a very close one possession game. I would imagine this comes within a field goal. So I say, put your money on the Seahawks uh, to come within the two and a half points as of right now. Well, I guess we'll see how that changes come closer to Sunday. But uh, yeah, Minlin, what do you think about this one? All right. So unlike Morgan, um, I am going to make a pick strictly on what I actually believe. Okay. <laughs> And this is not me being emotional, but I do think that Seattle will cover the spread. Okay. And I do think they'll win. I do think they have a lot of problems. Okay. But I think San Francisco has a lot of problems too. Now you have to keep in, keep in mind that Wilson has never lost three games in a row in his NFL career. And we have owned San Francisco. Since 2012. We've only lost three times to San Francisco since 2012. Okay. And Jimmy G is quarterback 95% of the time, unless they put Trey Lance into the game at some stupid point. Debo Samuel is the only offensive weapon they have. Um, Seattle's defense is still terrible, but I think that Big Russ is going to pull us through. Um, and it's not just me wishing it would happen. Like all of the stats and all of the information points to that being the case. And if I'm wrong and you have me on the show next week, I will be severely pissed and I will be drinking even more than I already am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I vote, I vote, I'll vote Seattle to win this by, I'll say a field goal also. Yeah, yeah, see them win this by field goal. I give a big credit to Big Russ in this. And like I said, I don't see them losing this many games in a row. They're still a very solid team. They're going to step it up where it matters the most, but still a very close game at the end of the, end of the day. So, Evan, what do you like on this one? I like the Seahawks. Uh, I have them covering uh, as well. I like Mr. Unlimited. Um,. I mean, I, I think that they're what? They're not at home. Oh, yeah. No, I, I like the Seahawks. I like the Seahawks. Hey, Jalen, can I just say real quick that Evan is the only person outside of Russell Wilson calling himself. I will, I will, that I will forever call him that after that, that stupid video. That That is funny. That you just called Mr. Unlimited. And you know what? I almost want to change my bet because Shaq took the Seahawks. I almost <laughs> want to. <laughs> I just find it funny. It's a common theme that everyone knows. Whatever I say is just bad juju. It doesn't matter how much yeah. sense I can put behind if what I say. Could, if you could just say the 49ers are going to win the game, Shaq, I'll feel a lot better about my life. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mean Niners it. You just took over. <laughs> Say it. Just say it one time. 49ers to win this game by like two touchdowns. <laughs> I know it's not your official pick, but I appreciate it. <laughs> Whatever helps you sleep at night, I'm here for you. <laughs> uh, Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Seahawks are going to pull this off. Shit. <laughs> like you said, Russ, I mean, not gonna lose three times in a row. No. Russ won't even play the next game. 
No, hey, god damn. Okay, you, know, you guys, some assholes. Like Morgan came with a sweatshirt with sleeves, and I got over here saying that my team is gonna lose. You guys, damn it! If you lose, I'm coming for you too. Let's go see if I told two and a half hours between now and Sunday. Trying to figure out what's going on with his life. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Outley the Sock and Mr. The Washington football team's offense is good. <laughs> Damn it. They're decent now. All I'm, right. I'm Stop it. <laughs> We're going to keep it moving here on to the next one. Now, this one. Steelers at Packers at 430 <laughs> this Sunday. Steelers are seven-point underdogs on the road. Uh, They're plus 250 money line. The Packers are minus 300 money line. Uh, the, the over-under is 45 and a half points. I'll make this real quick. Seven and a half points for the Packers. Without a doubt, go ahead and take that. Right, Just real quick, go ahead and pick that up before it gets even higher. Uh, yeah, I say the Packers cover the seven points, no problem. Um, I say Packers by two scores. Um, I say <laughs> Pittsburgh doesn't even score until like the third quarter of the game. Um, ben throws at least two picks for the game. Um... The only people to do well is I, I, I don't even know nobody. Um, <laughs> we will perform poorly. Our defense will look like hot garbage. Um, we will be non-productive throughout the whole entire game. We will somehow still put up. Roethlisberger will still put up three hundred and twenty plus yards passing, fifty plus passing pass attempts again. But we'll still god awful on the field. Yeah, the Green Bay by two scores. <laughs> Shaq, you're literally fucking me on this because <laughs> you, I already have money on the game, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. You need to say the Pittsburgh's gonna win. Uh, no, uh, Green, Green Bay is gonna win because um, I got actual money on this game until Shaq just said what he said, and then I feel like I need to hedge my bets and put money on Pittsburgh. Um, but I mean, listen. I mean, Rogers against a fifty-year-old Big Ben. I mean, how how, how does anyone else think this game is going to turn out? Tommy Besides, won't even show up to the game. He'll be virtual through a tablet. <laughs> um, he's going to be cyborg. He's like, I don't give a shit what y'all do. Just be, just show up. Well, watch Pittsburgh win now because yeah. Shaq said that. he just put it out yeah. there. In the stratosphere and watch them win now, and I lose money. Damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I only threw uh, $30 at this game, so. Damn. Evan, oh Evan any predictions? I have the Packers. Um, okay. They also cover. Uh, big time cover, actually. Yeah. Probably hey, by two you, touchdowns. You, you don't need all that. You don't need big time cover. You can just say it. You said win by two scores. It's a decent cover. I mean, Alan just left that. Difference is it's my team, so I'm allowed to say that. This man hard just throwing out the most amount of words. <laughs> For the, just... <laughs> There you go, migrate. Morgan, go ahead. What's, what's your opinion on this game? No, it was about banked, right? Banked. 
All right. Like, what the First of all, anybody, you should be the last one talking about teams getting spanked. <laughs> Let's start with that. Let's think back a couple days ago. Chad, you apologize. <laughs> You're a man of God Chad, now. This man be throwing out the most amount of words for what reason. <laughs> I kind of apologize and then you just automatically come so, at me after that. So, Chad wins the award for talking the most shit about his own team, but getting mad when other Shit about his team. It's like it's like brother, just make a prediction and move Morgan, on. Morgan said two words, they or three words, they get spanked, and Shaq was like, nah, fuck it. My hairline's gonna recede a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I think personal like offense. That. <laughs> um, I think it'll be Aaron Rodgers is gonna have a field day. Which y'all <laughs> and um it's gonna. The score is gonna be thirty to seven. Don't you got homework to do? Morgan, I gotta tell you, man. If uh, if Shaq wasn't making voodoo dolls yet, he's making them now because you said spanked. <laughs> Go do your homework, nigga. I, I swear to God, I'm, who's a teacher? <laughs> I, I would tell them what you'd be doing out here instead of doing your homework. I've, I've never seen one person talk so much shit about his team that get so defensive when people say they're going to lose. Well, you, you hear these words that these men be throwing out. If I were to come out here and, see, and say Seattle was going to get the shit kicked in next week. Oh, but seriously, it's, listen. I might not agree with you that they're going to get their shit kicked in, but it's not like I'm going to think that. It's outside the realm of possibility. They already got their shit kicked in by Kirk Cousins. I, I already know it's in the realm of possibility. It's all about the verb. by Burrow with a busted up knee, and you're over here being butter about it. I mean, please tell me the Redskins are one of these picks going on. <laughs> I'm uh, just saying, I, have, I don't even know where they're playing. Is I, exactly. I have, not seen, <laughs> I have not seen Shaq wear a single thing Steelers since week 11 last year. Because yes. it wasn't worth wearing. It was not worth wearing See, anything past cool. week 11. Say they're not going to win. I don't give a goddamn if Morgan is wearing sleeves or not. The man has a right to his opinion. <laughs> I think that's Shaq's problem right there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Thank you for y'all's opinion. I I'm aware my team's god awful. <laughs> uh, next one here, second to last. Uh, Tampa Bay at New England. Tampa Bay, of course, six and a half point favorites as of right now on the road. Uh, they are minus two eighty three money line. New England is plus two eighty or two thirty eight money line. Uh, the over under is forty nine points. This is the Sunday night game. Jack and I both picked um, Tampa to win this game in the preseason. I don't know why I put New England there. I I assure you that Jack and I both picked Tampa Bay to win this before the season. However, take this from the biased New England fan. I say we beat Tom Brady in the sucking years at home. Take the money line. We're going to beat him by a one-possession game, plus 238, folks. Take this. Tom Brady, take that with you back down to uh, Bayshore. Chair, <laughs> did you fall down? <laughs> and like, what just happened in the last forty-five seconds for you to make that pick? What 
in the world. You're yeah, like, are you being serious or we're sacking Tom Brady at least six times this All week? Right. And okay. uh, go ahead and oh. it. Oh, well, okay. Well, let, let me say this, and I'm gonna let Evan have his piece because I feel like I'm looking at his face. He's got something good to say. Okay, so <laughs> Matt Jones is the checkdown king, right? Yes, sir. The checkdown king threw three interceptions. It doesn't even fucking matter that Tampa has a terrible secondary because he's not going to throw 10 yards down to field the secondary anyways. Like, what are you... You really... What the... Okay. I mean, come on, Jalen. That's a more Homer pick that I've ever heard in my life. It's not, not even... It's more than you can't to win it in the preseason. What have you seen from the Patriots in the first three weeks that would make you come off of your preseason pick? You tell me that, and then Evan can talk. What I have seen in the first three weeks of this year is the fact that Tom Brady will be coming back home to face his old team that is now led by Mac Jones and Mac Jones is not don't get me wrong Mac Jones is not going to win this game for us let's check down game but our defense they know Tom Brady they know TB12 they know what he's about they're going to figure him out one way or another they're going to figure this man out and make sure that he does not pick us apart on our own you literally sound worse than Shaq over the last hour (laughs) I don't understand it, but I love you, Jalen, because you've done a lot of tattoo work on my arm. But I mean, I digress. Everyone was trying to say something. I I I don't know. I can't really tell if he's being serious right now. He's trying to uh, be. I, but if we do, by some I, grace of God, win this game, I want an apology for all, from all y'all. Just gonna tell you that right oh, now. I you you okay? Oh, you would get this it. deal. I will come on this podcast hand head, head in hand <laughs> head in hand and I would say you are right. Hey Jalen, I'll tell you right now, if the if the Patriots win this game, I will wear your Cam Newton jersey next week on this podcast. All right, bet. <laughs> um, I'm gonna respectfully say that the Bucks will win this game. I ain't gonna okay. doubt your prediction. I give respect for going, going for your team, as biased as he is. So, but I will choose the Bucks to win this one, though, because you know stat. <laughs> Preseason, I pick with my brain. Regular season, I pick with my heart. I clearly don't pick with my brain anytime at all on this show. <laughs> That's why I'm in the predicament that I am now. Jack is being right now. <laughs> he hence didn't want Jalen to swing on him. No, I, I, I'm just saying. Hence why I had to make an apology. Hence why I've eaten a sock on the show. Uh, <laughs> no, you put it in your mouth. This man, this man's trying to he put out here technicalities out. on me because I need actually he swallow a whole ass, ass tube sock. I'm sorry. Out. Morgan deserves Morgan deserved better than you just put the sock in your mouth. Morgan deserves out. what he got because he is a fan of a team that doesn't have a name. Okay. Damn. That was a good burn. Morgan, what do you think, man? 
I'm going to go with Jalen on this. All right. Let's go, Morgan. <laughs> Let's go. Do you think I still deserve Do you think this man still deserves so, an apology like, from me? Patriots? Yes. I think the Patriots are going to win. By okay. Like Jalen said, the defense knows Tom. So they're going to just shut his ass. too. <laughs> oh, am I, missing I always knew you were a genius. Oh. All right. <laughs> Morgan. Okay, hold on, hold on. Morgan, how long have you been doing homework, man? Because <laughs> Not long enough. Homework. You have to go back to doing some homework. Aaron, <laughs> what is. Sir. By three points. You can be nice to the host. Doesn't matter about how many points you, <laughs> you put on. You don't there. really Patriots are gonna win, do you, Morgan? I hate the Patriots, but you Mac- do. <laughs> what? <laughs> Morgan, I always knew you were a a handsome scholar. All right, of the finest <laughs> okay. uh, order. The fact that this man chose to do homework at eleven thirty p.m. <laughs> hey, come out this this man. <laughs> If you told this man we have a show at 9.30 and all of a sudden he spent the whole day not doing a damn thing probably. <laughs> he decided to do homework at 9.30 p.m. <laughs> love he, it. Lo- he love it. Me last Thursday <laughs> that he was going to come on this show. And <laughs> <laughs> chose precisely the hours between 9.30 and midnight to do his homework when the show was being broadcasted. Love you to death, Morgan. Love you to death, though. <laughs> True brown at heart. <laughs> don't let my words tell you otherwise. Uh, I don't. Little bonus game well, here, just just outright because Morgan's here. Uh, Washington at Atlanta, one yeah, o'clock yeah. on Sunday. Who do you guys like on that one? Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta by three. Wait, well, wait what, what? What's the spread? <laughs> I, I don't know. This is just off the cuff here. I don't even have oh, the. Uh, shit. Oh man, you have me make Yeah, now what? Heineken is going <laughs> to pull a non-alcoholic zero, and uh, what? Atlanta is going to win. You, I mean, he- Heineken versus Matt Ryan. I mean, come on. Like even Matt Ryan can't can't blow a lead to Heineken. Come on now. <laughs> Evan, what's your prediction? In my early week picks, I picked, I did my picks, uh, what, two days ago now? Yep. I had the football team. <laughs> football um, team. Yeah. Really? I, they I did are, have the football team. By the way, they are, uh, the football team is uh, one and a half point favorites on the road. Oh, <laughs> shit. I had the football team. And I want to change that. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna publicly change that. Uh, I think I, I think I have the Falcons on this one. Morgan, Morgan, what's your prediction? Take out. You can't see it, but I picked the Falcons. Morgan, tell me why you're gonna pick the Washington Football Team. Why am I picking them? Yes, tell me why. Who said, well, are you speaking again? <laughs> oh, my God. I think... Oh, 
You remember, you just said they had the worst offense defense like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Morgan, Morgan, let me, help, let me just help you out. <laughs> 29-point defense, so not the worst. All right. I can't even answer that. The, defense the, is... the Washington football team is going to win this game because Chase Young is going to annihilate <laughs> Matty Ice in Mercedes-Benz no. Stadium. Okay. And they right. win this by at least a field goal. Matty Ice has been a cup of water for like five years. That, that <laughs> I... <laughs> like, what are we... I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anymore in this show. I really... Without... Like, I don't want Morgan to have a brain aneurysm, but I really want to hear what he has to say on this. But they, I'm kind of scared for the Honestly, God, I think that Washington football team is going to beat the Falcons by fucking three points. But Matt Ryan's going to have over 400 yards on us because we can't cover for shit. That may happen, but... you were we, telling have me... four, we have four <laughs> first round on the line. And then... <clears throat> this, this is making... right, first of all, Morgan, I want to know, like, first of all, put the hand back up. How many fingers have you broken? Like, oh, put that hand oh, back up. What? Oh, and back in high school, oh. I, broke, uh, I broke these three. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt. He put four fingers up. I felt like he was Chris Bosh. Like Shawner. God damn. Yeah. That hurt me. It hurt. <laughs> anyway, so. It's going to be a rough game. And Matt Ryan is going to throw yards on it. Well, we lost Shaq. <laughs> I don't know where he went. We still got one more game. Jalen. We do have the final final game here. Raiders at Chargers in AFC West showdown. Uh, Raiders are three and a half point underdogs on the road. Uh, they are 161 point money line plus 161 points money line. Uh, the Chargers are minus 181 money line. The over-under is 52.5, and, and this is the Monday night game. Uh, Shaq and I, ironically, both took the Chargers uh, in the preseason. Uh, on this one, I like the Raiders to come within 3.5 points. Uh, I don't know if they'll necessarily win the game, but I think it, w- it will be close regardless. I mean, they've been close all throughout this entire year. Derek Carr will find a way to make this one extremely competitive, so I say take three and a half points for the Raiders. I agree. Uh, I have uh, the Raiders will definitely come within three and a half points, um, uh, but I, I don't have them winning. I think Justin Herbert will have a, a very good day. Keenan Allen is, you know, Keenan Allen. Um, I, I think they win that, and and Chargers defense has been also really, really, really good this season. Um, and for for some odd reason, like you said, Jalen, the Derek Carr always seems to make these games competitive and oddly entertaining. So, um, yeah, I, I have the Chargers winning, but they'll they'll definitely they'll definitely come within three and a half points. I also see the Chargers winning this game, also 
can definitely at least fight three points, but destroy if anything. But Jesus. I I have full confidence in them winning this game against the so you think the Raiders will no longer be undefeated come uh, Tuesday? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. All right. Now, keep in mind, I'm putting my 5-0 stat line on this show in Jeopardy. But Patty McStats over here is my uh, stepdad. Um, yeah, the Chargers are going to win. <laughs> I do think they will. And I think they'll cover. I think Morgan just coughed his, uh, some sort of picking fun at me that they're, that they're not that going to. Uh, but uh, I don't know if that was COVID or he just doesn't <laughs> believe me. Um, but I, I do think that – now, I do think that the Raiders are a solid football team, right? I really do. I do think they are. But I think that the Chargers have a better offense. And I think Bosa is going to disrupt what the Raiders want to do just enough to have more than three and a half. And I think they win by more than, than three and a half. Okay. I mean, hey, and if you didn't watch the tape, and if you didn't see what Bosa did to that Kansas City offensive line, yeah, he was it was just disgusting. I mean, even when he hurt himself and came back in, I mean, it was just gross what Bosa did to them. And I think he can do the same thing to the Raiders because the Raiders have done nothing but get rid of all their best offensive linemen. And I can say thank you because we have one of them now in Seattle. Um, but I do think the Raiders are a good team. But I do think the Chargers are a little bit better, and I think they'll be number one in the in the AFC West after this week. Okay, Morgan. What's his hand? Um, I think that Chargers will beat the Raiders. Um, they're just a better team. Because they beat the Washington team by whatever point. Yeah. Like Morgan's bar. Oh, that was so hard not to make comments. <laughs> I think I just saw him kiss his hand before he made that pick. Like, and Morgan, are you in the mob? Because if you're in the mob, I take back everything I said. It was mean. Um, I don't want a horse head in my sheets in the morning. You gotta be careful. Shaq has a voodoo doll with you. I'm pretty sure he does. <laughs> that voodoo doll can't help that hairline. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm bald, man. Listen, I got nothing. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like I'm taking a lot of unnecessary shots <laughs> for existing on this show. Absolutely nothing bad about your team or what's going on. I make shots at Morgan and everyone just gangs up on me. It's all right, though. I have to pee so bad that comment almost made me pee myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that the church will win by... I don't need to this. <laughs> Hashtag um, pity oh. for Shaq in the... <laughs> 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 Man, you're a Steelers fan with six Super Bowls. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, but no, we. I, I love you, man. You, 
I love how that, that's just follow up. I really, <laughs> I really, right now, I Morgan was gonna fix the screen because I thought he was gonna flex on everybody with the no sleeves. I really <laughs> thought that was about it. Um, yeah, I think the Chargers gonna win by two touchdowns. That's it. I mean, Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, I almost yeah. feel like I need to change my pick because he said that Washington's offense was good, but I'm going to stick with my pick. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I thought they were good maybe two weeks ago, but I guess not. Man, you thought they were good six days ago. Stop with this whole two-week thing. <laughs> what are we doing? That will do it for this week's episode, folks. This is a rather long one, but... uh you guys enjoyed this if you somehow enjoyed this episode please be sure to leave a like on this video on youtube uh yeah before we get out of here anything else you guys wanted to mention hashtag hey chat <laughs> well my giants will go 0-4 again uh with the schedule we have coming up we will not be winning <laughs> a single game shit we may not shit we may not win a game um uh, up until the bye week, we will be 0 and 8, I think, and then come off the bye week, play the Bucks 0 and 9. So I'll come back week 9 with a new uh, update on how the Giants are doing. And a new favorite team. Here we go. Go <laughs> Ravens. I love how real Evan is. I, I love it. He, he is just nothing but real. And Shaq, I do love you. You're, you're great and I may or may not have caught my table on fire next to my fire pit during the show and I had to put it out that was real um, I got a little bit too close to the fire pit with my table uh, uh, you kept it really calm and collected though I'll give you that much what did you know? but I saw some smoke and it scared the shit out of me um, the, uh, I, don't, I don't know what my wife is going to do to me um, and then Morgan, I'm glad that you showed up when you know you had an apology coming to you. Yeah, I was very surprised about that. That was great. You couldn't show up for the whole thing when we talked about everybody else. This guy had an Xbox controller in his hand about five minutes ago. <laughs> 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 this homework. No, man, you just didn't want to crow on how good you thought that Washington offense was. I was so tired. Um, no, but yeah. Oh, yeah, head, yeah, head, hand on the head. Yep, that is the true sign of defeat. Yeah. You're playing a game right now. <laughs> You're playing right a game right here, aren't you? Go ahead and put that. Just- Go ahead and put that controller up on the screen. And then just- there ain't no damn homework going on here. <laughs> well, on this screen, and then that screen, I got Destiny. Alright. <laughs> if you guys want to play Destiny with Morgan Brown, be sure to hit him up on Xbox. First hey. cat is his gamer tag. <laughs> For all four and a half of y'all that still play Destiny. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say that I made enough jokes to make Shaq and Jalen fall out of their seat multiple times. What <laughs> <laughs> happened? Well, I'm that pick- dumb. <laughs> Drinking enough of this. 
that will do it this week, guys. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at AFR Sports. We will see you all next week when we all have a win under our belts this time around, of course. Nope. Some of us. Well, some of us will have a win under our belts. (laughs) Not the Steelers and the Pats. Okay. Aaron's going to cut us up like a surgeon. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you all next week. Have a good one. Peace.